You're listening to the And I Quote podcast brought to you by Coterie Insurance. And I Quote is hosted by Ann Boger, VP of Scaling. And Brian Thomas, Director of Claims Experience. We're bringing you conversations with insurance agents, brokers, leaders, and small business owners. Each episode will dive into the importance of building relationships within the insurance industry. Relationships are the foundation of building a trustworthy connection. Together, we can learn from other stories and experiences. So let's jump right into the episode. And I quote. Hello, one and all. I am Brian Thomas, Director of Claims Experience here at Coterie Insurance, as well as one of our co-hosts with And I Quote podcast today. I have the pleasure of introducing you to Summer Lloyd, owner of, I'm going to mispronounce it, but okay. you'll fix it, Sagacious. 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 <laughs> SJC LLC in Maryland. Uh, Summer has opened her very own agency. Congratulations to you earlier this yeah. year, February. So she'll be sharing how she got started in the insurance industry and what it is like starting an insurance agency. Welcome to AIQ Summer. Thank you. Thank you. So Now, Summer, tell us a little bit about yourself. Now, tell us a little bit about your background, because your background ne- not necessarily was in insurance. No, it So wasn't. tell us why you went crazy and came to the world of insurance. <laughs> um, but starting with your background, please. So um, I can see it as being crazy. Um, I spent almost 20 years with Baltimore City Fire Department as a firefighter and a paramedic. Um, I also am an emergency management specialist in um, incident management. So um, I understood risk, um, people losing things, you know, needing health insurance, needing life insurance, needing insurance for their buildings that they have fires, um, personally working with people. So it really interests me and I always like to help people. Um, unfortunately, my career ended two years ago when I had a career in injury. I was in school um, for psychology and I was like, okay, I'm tired of paying for school. I was on my way to grad school and it was no way in the world I was going to take out loans and bury myself in debt. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, what can I do that you know, would be easy. So I thought, right? So I said, oh, you know what? I can be an insurance agent, right? I can I can still go to school and it's not going to be a lot on me. <laughs> so I thought. So in December of last year, um, I took my first test. Um, I became certified, well, licensed as a life and health insurance agent. And um, I worked for two companies uh, prior for a very, very short time. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? My major goal, I love risk management. So I said, I want to do property and casualty, but with a specialty in risk management. So I was around people in the life and health field that had been in the industry for years and they were comfortable with it. And I liked it because I got to help people. However, I wanted to do more. So I started by uh, registering my business. And that was in February. And then I just put my head down and started chuggling along. So I became licensed in a couple of other disciplines, including um, property and casualty. And it took off from there. So I'm still very, 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 very brand new. However, (laughs) 
I am beyond motivated um, for my agency growth um, from the ground up. And it's it's not easy, but it's so rewarding. So it reminded me of being a firefighter and paramedic where the job didn't pay a lot and it was not easy, but it was rewarding because you got to help people in all types of ways. Helping people is the key, right? And 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 that is such an awesome and refreshing kind of uh, um, um, uh, monologue to hear from an individual that that spent time in those emergent circumstances. But now helping people out, but having the time to prepare, having the time to assess and implement the appropriate time, having time versus you know oh, there's a fire, I got to run in there and, and and see what's going on. I have to administer an AED to somebody. You know, it's it's a lot different. So you're able to tell it to now breathe a little bit. <laughs> yes but, and no, because uh, sometimes there are emergencies with people um, and they become, it's like a following. Like once you get your clients and they like you, they call you for everything. And I have an open door policy. You can call me, I'll help you. And trust me, they use it. And I don't mind. I don't mind. That- so it kind of hits on both because, you know, Coterie, we are here. We are insurance agents, a- agency, and we're also uh, here for small businesses. So you are a little bit of a of a double, a, a double whopper, so to speak, because <laughs> you have a small business that you're building. And then also is it is it is in the insurance industry. But um, um, you use the term saying starting a business from the ground up. So what are the things I know you took the test in December and wow, awesome that you have Sagacious set up um, in February. What are certain things that you have to kind of uh, check off on like a checkoff list of starting a business? Let's see. First of all, it was stability. So um, I found myself constantly working on my business and working in my business. Um, at times it's like, okay, I need a staff, but at times it's like, I need to build a foundation before I bring in a staff because I can't train them and train myself. So sometimes it can really be overwhelming, but it's all about education. Um, I constantly educate myself. I stay in contact with my companies. I learn the appetites. I learn, you know, uh, what my audience is as far as my clients are, my target audience for my clients and then my companies so they can both meet each other's needs. Um, because I don't want to just sell. I want to actually fit things into people's life that can actually help them. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. So what keeps you motivated? I, I know you're bringing in the feeling and the, and the, and the drive from when you were um, uh, a firefighter EMT, um, active obviously in the field, different than the, uh, the parts that you do now. What keeps you motivated for the insurance side of the business? I mean, right now we're what six months mm-hmm. in. Um, happy six month Thank anniversary you. to you! But uh, um, um, what, what keeps you motivated? Well, um, I've always been a motivational person for everyone else and for other purposes because you know I've always worked for someone else and I hit the ground running for someone else and I saw their dreams, you know, and I helped to build so many other companies, you know, in organizations. So why can't I do it for myself? Because it's more rewarding because it has my stamp. I'm building my brand. I'm le- I'm building my legacy. So it means so much more because I believe in everyone else's dream. So it's time for me to believe in mine. It's like, you know, I will go to work and just be into it and try to make it the best I could. And if I could do that for someone else, tenfold for myself. So that's what keeps me motivated day in and day out. 
time to get a bucket <laughs> work on your dream after you have worked on somebody yeah. else's. I mean, that's not a word. It may not fit on the bumper sticker, but we're going to mess with the font. We're going to make it happen. We got I something like there. We got something. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. And, and that totally makes sense because when you work for a company, you know, that CEO or that founder or what have you, right? You're working in a piece of their dream. There might be a passion of yours, but it may not necessarily be parallel with your dream. You're not doing something against the grain, but it's not your dream. Absolutely. So understanding that you as the leader and the author of your brand, your company, um, being your dream in terms of what you want to get out of life, mm -hmm. 100%. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Thank you for that. Thank you. So before starting your business and getting your insurance license, which is a fun, fun experience <laughs> doing the research and having the tests, I can tell you from experience, it's so much fun. Sarcasm. Um, uh, what was your biggest fear in trying to overcome being a business owner, number one, but also being a business owner in a new field? Hmm. So my fear actually was starting um if that makes sense it was you know you have these dreams and you you know that you want to do something but it's like i'm gonna do it tomorrow mm, okay i'm gonna do it tomorrow you know especially if it's of the unknown and for me it was the unknown i didn't know where to start as far as starting my business i just knew that it was a new industry that I'm in. And I'm like, I really don't want to work under someone else. I really don't want to play by their rules. You know, I want to actually help people. I am the person that likes to explain to my customers. I want them to come to me and feel comfortable. I want them to know what they have. Edify and implement, right? Mm -hmm. and, 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 that, and that seems very well in the theme of what you'd probably do for your customers as well, is edifying them. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a big thing of, of, of what I kind of charge my team, what we kind of do here at Coterie as well is, you know, you can do for people, right? The whole, the whole adage, you know, uh, show, them, show a person to fish, show uh, um, uh, teach a person to fish type of uh, um, um, uh, model, right? But the edifying is so empowering because then now they have enough information that if they were in this situation again, whether it be similar or dissimilar, they're able to now know what the next steps are. Absolutely. They don't have to have that fear of what is next because they know what is next. Absolutely. So, so that edification is great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. So let's say we put you in a time machine and you go way, way back to the year of 2021, Thanksgiving 2021, you're speaking to summer back then from where you are now. What are certain pieces of advice you would give to that November 2021 summer? Stop procrastinating. Mm -hmm. um, psychology has always, 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 always been my love. The power of the mind, it fascinates me. But when I found out that you can take psychology and you can just run an entire industry because it's all about the hierarchy of the mind, any business, any life, anything you do, it's all about psychology. And I thought about it, you know, like you have these quote unquote dreams and what are you doing? You know, um, you can stay in school and you can spend $200,000 in school or you can get out of school and make $200,000 in a year. Which one are you going to do? 
a no brainer. So I got out of my own way, basically, um, because I was in my way. You know, um, most of my degrees or most of the things I'm licensing, I'm not doing. And it's like the one thing that I just did by hunch. I love it the most. So I'm glad I got out of my own way and my own fear of the unknown and basically educated myself because you can't depend on, you know, someone else or make that excuse that you don't know how to do something because information is out here and we get the information and you just turn it around and go after your dreams or whatever you want to do. Don't limit yourself. We have one life and we have to live it because you're not going to get another chance. So I'm fearless. I got three more bumping stickers. <laughs> get out of your own way. Yes. Information is paramount. Mm. And find the light within yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Listen, I have school loans, so if we can start selling <laughs> these stickers as soon as possible, we, we, we might help each other out of this. Take a small fee. Not that much. Don't, don't mind me and my sarcasm, please. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> my next question to you, Summer. What is your three, five, and ten-year plan? Feel free to tell me you don't have one yet, which is no problem. But three, five, or ten-year plan for Sagage. Well, fortunately, I do. Ah, boom. <laughs> so, luckily for me, um, I, I made sure that I grabbed and gravitated towards as many mentors as I could. So I'm currently in a program where it's called the Milestone Program. It's for women entrepreneurs. And it's a free program, y'all. But <laughs> it's a pretty cool um, program where it helps people towards um, understanding entrepreneurship as well as knowing what you want and how to get there with a, a solid foundation. So I want my own building. So within three years, I want to have my own building as well as at least 10 agents um, across the East Coast um, because I don't think they should have to, the way technology is now, and I'm already automating my business, but I don't think people should have to sit in an office building unless they want to, they can come into my office building. But, you know, they can do this from home. And I also, um, within a five-year period, I want my brokerage and I want to be, I want to have it as a wholesaler, but I also want to do what some of the other um, agencies have done and that's help um, smaller agencies, um, specifically nothing against men, but women, you know, sisters. So um, I want to help empower other um, women that are insurance agents because I'm seeing that it's hard um, because I'm new. It's, it's, it's very hard. But it's rewarding. But with support, um, you can go so much further. So that's my three-year, I mean, my my three and five-year goal. Own building, bigger agency, 10 um, agents within three years. Five years to have my wholesaler um, brokerage. And then within 10 years, I want the world to know my name. So, <laughs> oh, Yes. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. You mentioned something and, and, and I want to draw upon it. You said that you are part of an organization that empowers, motivates, and mentors women entrepreneurs. Yes. Um, I want you to speak a little bit about that, but first my, my 
concluding question would be, and and please um, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, but being a firefighter for the time that you have been, my assumption is that it is a male-dominated industry. So please talk to me about how impactful you were entering that industry, and then please talk a little bit about this women entrepreneurship that you're also uh, a pro program that you're also a part of. Sure. Um, we'll start with the firefighter. Uh, it was very intimidating, um, but it was very exciting. Luckily for me, um, I grew up in a pretty rough neighborhood, pretty rough. And as old kids did, we did some things we weren't supposed to do. You know, we turned on the fire hydrants and we played in the streets with the fire hydrants. And the properties, they were so nice. They would always come turn it off. Like, you guys know that you're not supposed to do it. And then they would turn on the sprinklers. I mean, they would put a sprinkler on it so we could utilize it. So then, like, anytime something would happen within a neighborhood, you know, the guys would come always be so nice to us and everything like that. And I'd be like, okay, but I never would see any women. Mm. When I did um, get out of the academy and everything, um, they sent me, I wanted to go into my old neighborhood. I wanted to serve my old neighborhood. I used to go into the schools and participate with mentoring the kids, um, with reading and math and if I was just able to give back without having to give back money, because I think time is more important, especially to those children, because for me, that meant a lot. So for the young women, because there weren't many women in the fire department um, when I came in, and especially in my area, and they would see me. And so sometimes they, they would think, oh, it's a male nominated job. So it's going to be women that's not there that's feminine. You you can't be feminine and be a firefighter. Honey, let me tell you, yes, you can. So... <laughs> love it, love it. I would, you know, the, the young ladies would really get inspired by it, you know. Then they started seeing more women. And so, so it's okay to do this job? Yes, it is. You know, we're surrounded by men. And the only thing you're gaining is a whole bunch of brothers. So I gained a whole bunch of brothers. And that's how I looked at it. Because at the same time, you know, I had to grind and be their equal. If I wanted to be their equal, I had to be their equal. So yeah. I was one then eager to learn, you know, as soon as I got in, I got my CDLs, you know, um, I made sure I knew how to drop everything. I knew, made sure I knew how to do everything so I could be an asset. You know, I used to tell them, take me out training, let's throw ladders, you know, because I want to make sure that I can do my job and not just proving it from the academy, but consistently. So that kept me in line with the guys, but also I gained their respect. Talk to me about this woman entrepreneurial program, please. Talk to me about it. So um, that program, like I said, is uh, the Milestone Circles. Uh, basically, it is an entrepreneurial program that um, has the backing of Wells Fargo. Um, Wells Fargo, believe it or not, supports uh, a lot of minority small business owners. And so that's one of the programs um, that branches off from there. But I also have my own um, workings where I mentor and support women 
Um, and so I work with a lot of women, um, helping them because like I said, I didn't know what to do as far as starting my business. And I, you know, almost had to pay a lot of money for something that I could have done myself if I did not read. Cause I, I was signing on a dotted line, like, yeah, register my business, you know, do all that stuff. <laughs> when I found out, not only did it take 15 minutes for me to do, but I only had to pay my own fees. Wow. And so different women, young women, you know, they're in that stuck mode, that procrastination mode. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. And the next thing you know, it's like, oh, I've been trying to open my business for three, four years. Well, guess what, honey? We're going to do it right now. And you're going to see how fast it's going to be. You know, but not only that, you're going you're gonna to gain some support. Because not only are we going to do that, now, you know, you're just going to really just write down on a piece of paper your inspirations. We're going to start there. It's not intimidating um, because I found that when things are intimidating for people, they're not going to do it because it's a chore. But when it inspires them, then it is something that is just like, oh, it's a part of me. Oh, my gosh, I'm doing this. I did this. And so many women that did not think that they can start their business, honey, they are in it. They're doing it and they're they're growing fast. I'm actually in the progress of planning two events um, over the next two months. I'm going to do a brunch and I'm also going to do a lunching for women. And, um, you know, we're just going to have a woosa section. You know, we're just going to come. We're going to talk. We're going to let it out. We're going to laugh. We're going to cry. Whatever it is we're going to do, we're just going to have some fun, some, some old-fashioned fun, you know, because we need that. Uh, my mother always said that the two greatest things you need in this country are credit and connections. Exactly. Right? So, so connections being a part of that, it kind of helps out because when you're building something out to a community, mm -hmm. you're going to need people to talk to. Absolutely. They may not necessarily be your customers, but you need to let them know so they, they can use word of mouth and, and speak to other folks too. I think that is 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 critical for a small business because not everybody has a massive marketing budget. So Absolutely. you have to use what you have in terms of your community to help kind of build and and, and thrive the business. Absolutely. Uh, Summer, thank you so much. This has been, and I quote, a podcast brought to you by Coterie Insurance, where small businesses matter. Summer Lloyd, thank you so much. We will see you next time on AIQ, my friends. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to And I Quote, a podcast focusing on telling the stories of agents, brokers, partners, and small business owners. We hope you take away something from every episode you listen to and can build onto your strength of connecting with your audience and forming that trusting relationship. And I Quote is brought to you by Coterie Insurance. Coterie is available across the nation and is creating a product that brings our partners speed, simplicity, and service. Through our new Simply Bind experience on the Coterie dashboard, you can get a quote by answering two questions. And seriously, we will do the rest for you because relationships matter. Take a look at our show notes for more information and news.